0: Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on recent trends in female employment.
1: In recent years, more and more women have joined the labour market in Europe, but the coronavirus crisis is taking a heavier toll on female employment than the 2008 economic and financial crisis.
0: So what is the EU doing to protect female employment and what are the challenges ahead? Stay with us.
1: Let's start with some facts and figures. From 2005 to 2019, that's before the coronavirus tsunami, female employment in Europe grew more than twice as fast as male employment.
0: Behind this trend there are several factors, from changing attitudes in countries with a traditionally low participation of women in the labour market, to demographic changes and educational choices.
1: However, and despite the narrowing employment gap, the European labour market still counts more men than women, especially in traditionally male-dominated sectors such as IT, manufacturing or construction.
0: Their low presence in sectors that were hard hit during the economic financial crisis in 2008, together with other factors such as more flexible working arrangements, cushioned the effects of the crisis on female employment. But this time, it's a different story.
1: Yes, it is. The impact of the coronavirus pandemic and the economic lockdowns that followed all over Europe has hit female employment harder than it has hit male employment. The question is, why?
0: Well, one of the main reasons is that, with the exception of healthcare, where 85% of frontline workers are women, men tend to work in sectors considered as essential economic activities, such as transportation, security or agriculture. Sectors which were protected during the crisis in order to avoid major disruptions.
1: Contrary to this, women's work often involves contact with customers and clients, making teleworking impossible. Now, if on top of this, you add additional stress factors such as homeschooling kids and taking care of sick relatives, you'll quickly understand why more women lost their jobs in the first few months of the coronavirus crisis than men.
0: Underpinning these trends are the specificities of female employment that are worth a brief analysis. Stay with us.
1: First of all, women are much more likely than men to work under part-time or temporary contracts and consequently to benefit from less social protection. Women also earn less than men, 16% on average, and are also paid less than men for the same work.
0: One of the reasons why women earn less than men is that they tend to work in low-paid sectors such as education, health and social work, whereas men take jobs in science, technology or engineering which tend to come with higher salaries.
1: Accounting for the lower salaries is also the fact that there are substantially less women than men in management positions, and the gender gap in entrepreneurship is still too wide.
0: Indeed, women are less likely than men to open their own business, and when they do, they tend to do it in less innovative sectors and keep it low scale, often because to be able to keep the work-family balance. So what is the EU doing to encourage more women to look for a job and better support those who already have one?
1: Over the past 10 years, the European Union has adopted several measures to promote female employment to fight discrimination and to ensure equal opportunities for men and women, as well as equal pay and equal rights.
0: The European Pillar of Social Rights, which was meant to reinforce social rights and deliver a positive impact on people's lives, pays special attention to gender equality, equal opportunities, work-life balance and the importance of adequate social protection of workers, regardless of their sex and their type of
1: contract. At the Parliament's insistence, the EU has also passed new laws on parental leave, which should help share childcare responsibilities more equally between mums and dads, and help more women go back to work after they've had a child.
0: Investing in proper skills and education for women is another way to promote female employment in Europe. Thanks to initiatives such as the Youth Guarantee, which aims to secure a smooth transition from school to work, close to two and a half million young women and men have received direct support to secure an apprenticeship or a job straight after school.
1: In recent years, the Commission has also published several strategies for equality between men and women, and President von der Leyen has placed it high on the Commission's objectives for the next years. But what are the main challenges ahead?
0: Despite the EU's efforts, a number of challenges remain. One of them is the need to revise retirement schemes to take the specific nature of women's careers into account, including the need to address out-of-work periods due to caring duties.
1: But there are other challenges, such as better reconciliation of work and family life by means of more flexible employment arrangements, making sure that women and men enjoy the same opportunities in the labour market and closing the gender pay gap.
0: But change won't really gather speed unless we get more women in decision-making and management positions. In 2020, less than one in three board members of the largest EU companies are women. And when it comes to executive positions, the number is not even one in 10.
1: So let's start by pushing these numbers up and ensuring that labour markets allow women to demonstrate their full potential.
0: You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast.